0: Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Say Hey Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am Doug Hayes, aka Say Hey Doug. It is December 7, 2022. Rob, gotta get right into it, man. Giants do not get Aaron Judge. How are you doing? Well,
1: Doug, happy holidays to you, first of all. Oh, thank uh, you. The most, most wonderful time of year. And, um, uh, you know, Joey and Sheer and uh gay apparel, everything right now. Like we're supposed to be in a good mood and we're not in a good mood right now. Like uh John Heyman yesterday. Ah the the ultimate Tom Brady pump fake that you could ever do to a whole <laughs> fan base. And we all bit we all jumped on the on the slant and man, we got burnt. Aaron Judge back to the Yankees. He is not a giant and neither is arson judge we don't know who that is but he was turning on twitter yesterday and it turns out he's not a giant either
0: we have so much to uncover um it's been a couple weeks since we've been on i had to have a surgery a couple weeks ago so i've been recovering but doing good now and you know the funny thing is is rob and i were originally scheduled actually monday to record but then we were going to go last night because some stuff came up and um I think for the right reasons, I don't know if God himself intervened and was like, Doug and Rob, I need you to wait one more day because you know, 24 hours ago when we were supposed to be recording, Aaron judge was still very much a free agent. Uh, you know, the Yankees and the giants are trying to persuade their guy and get him to come there. And um, so here we are Wednesday night and I woke up, I think it happened about 12 hours ago, like five o'clock in the morning, our time Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Cause when I woke up at six 30, you know, I had notifications and breaking news that he was returning to New York. So, um, man, I t- before we dive into things, you know, go back to episode 85. Rob and I laid out the Aaron Judge dilemma, which, you know, at the moment seems like maybe one of our better episodes because uh, we were pessimistic from the start from, you know, the Giants coming in and um, being able to get, pull him away from New York and how things went down and You know, we listed our reasons why we thought that he was going to remain a Yankee, but at the end of the day, too, if we were wrong and he did end up coming to San Francisco, we would have been more than happy with that. Giants finally get their superstar, someone they can build around, and that would have been cool. Doesn't happen. Um, You know, initial thoughts on kind of how everything went down, and we'll get into it, of course, but um, like what happened? Like, what do you think happened?
1: Ah oh, man, I think I think a lot happened, but I just don't think at the end of the day, Aaron Judge ever wanted to be a Giant. I, I, that's what it ultimately boils down to, I think. And th- this is some—I mean, they got me, and I—I I was right there with you as one of the most pessimistic dudes of all time about this actually going down. But the whole—you know—coming out to San Francisco, the TMZ report. The hanging out with with the team for it's like a two day tour of the city, and supposedly being out here for almost two weeks, and just the—I mean, it's almost like next level, you know, plotting and maneuvering by Aaron Judge and his team to really convince the Yankees that he wanted to leave. And you know, I, I don't—I've—I've I've never been, you know, a GM or part of an ownership group trying to persuade the best player of anything to do anything. But you would think at some point they would have got tipped off that, okay, this guy doesn't, he, he's not, he doesn't really want to be a giant. Like, so I, I think that's what happened. But, but like I said, it was so drawn out and convincing. Yeah. I mean, on Saturday on, on coffee in the Cove before any John Heyman tweets got, got going or any pump fakes, <laughs> I, I said, I, I said, I was like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm starting to believe he's going to be a giant. I was really, I was buying it. And yeah, you, like you talked about episode 85, we listed the reasons, all the reasons why he ain't coming. And I, and I meant it when I said all that, but I, it was such good maneuvering by, by his team. They, they, they pulled me in and I, and I was, I was in as of yesterday, like even before, you know, that tweet by Heyman, I, I was just, I was kind of waiting for it. I'm like, he's, he's going to be a giant. Holy shit. He's going to be a giant. And fuck was I wrong?
0: I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think over the last couple days, especially once the winter meetings got going, you know, Sunday, Monday, whenever they officially started, um, you really started to see some momentum, at least reports of momentum, uh, happening. And, uh judge flew out to san diego yesterday apparently we found out that it was to meet with the padres who again we've talked about teams lurking coming coming out of nowhere and eventually like the padres ended up giving him the largest offer um but i think i i will say this i do realistically believe that it came down between the yankees and giants and i think that it was you know whatever just leverage play um but you know We hear that the Giants offered nine years, 360 million, which is 40 a year on average. That is a a huge contract would have made him the highest paid, um, you know, everyday player on average in baseball history. And just come to think of it, it's, it's, it was all just a huge leverage ploy. Cause I mean, he signed the exact same deal with the New York Yankees. Um, and they upped the ante late throughout the night. And that's apparently what judge wanted.
1: And it got out. Like that—that that was the big thing. The Giants' offer got Leaked. out. Yep. Nobody, nobody knows how. Like, but I think once that happened, we we should have known right there. We should have known right there. Okay, I don't think whether it's was Susan Slusser, Pavlovich, who whoever, you know, John Shea, who, whoever was. Uh, I think mean, well, Susan Slusser, she's she's down there in San Diego, and she's you know she had a a pretty shitty tweet yesterday too, but I, I'm not gonna pile on her,
0: but. um yeah yeah who knows what happened because usually like sluster is credible we like her i I don't know what happened i'm sure she'll come out and say something
1: yeah yeah but once it got out that should tip all of us off right there
0: yeah i mean i i again i was pessimistic about this whole thing happening anyways until Heyman's four minutes of glory yesterday when it came out and um, like, holy cow. And then kind of the the backup tweet of Slusser saying there's rumblings going on, players are starting to think, you know, yeah. you combine that with the Heyman tweet, and it's like, well, you know, whether you like Heyman or not through the years, his credibility, his, his stuff, um, you know, putting stuff out there, uh, there's some merit to that. And I think now that we know what happened, we look at it and there was some negative merit to it, meaning maybe there was, but there was a reason and I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means, but there, my conspiracy is, is that this was put out on purpose. And yes. I think that this was a leverage ploy from Team Judge to get the Yankees to go, hey, we know you gave us eight years already. Give us nine and match that 40 a year that the Giants offered us and uh, you'll have a deal. And that's exactly what happened. I you know, Before all this got started, we hear Farhan and, and Greg Johnson come out and say, you know, before things got started in the last few weeks that the giants won't be outbid. And I'm not I'm not saying that they were and I'm not even throwing in like I will actually semi excuse the Padres offer even though it was more and they actually did outbid the Giants. The the dollars were there. The Giants and the Yankees had the exact same offer, but at the end of the day this comes down to and I I really do think and I I'm sure when judge has his press conference, which I'm going to assume is like tomorrow or Friday announcing the deal with the Yankees that his number one reason it, it, it wasn't about coming home, which we laughed at this whole time because yeah. that was a bunch of bull. Hmm. But um, I really do think that the Yankee, the Yankee legacy had a gigantic effect on this about, you know, 99 is going to be, retired in pinstripe someday and he's going to go down as one of the all-time Yankees with those legendary players in their franchise I really do think that was probably the whole plan the whole time
1: yeah it's and it's also I think it's the uh it's the money he's going to make on top of being a Yankee you know the, I mean the most marketable place in the world you know it's you know there's you know there's a reason players like like him who come up as a Yankee don't leave the Yankees, or if they do, it's after a long time, but it's the same yeah. reason it's the same reason why team, players don't leave the Lakers, play don't leave the Celtics, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Steelers, like all these big franchises. Sure. It, when you come up through and you have success, where do you have to go? Like you're aren't you're 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 a made man, like you've got the market abilities there, you can't go any higher than that. So yeah, I think at the end of the day, that's what it came down to. I mean, people, people, I don't think people really understand how much money he he, he makes on top of the 40 million he's going to he's going to be making every as Yankee. Holy yeah. crap. I mean, that, 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 that guy's got more money than, I mean, he's three, three, four generations deep, you know, now for, for funds for his family. So good, good for him. But you and I said in, in, in the beginning, what the reasons why we didn't think he was going to leave. And I think that's That's what it boiled down to coming home was never a thing. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And we never bought into that. And I'm glad we didn't because, and you know, I respect, I respect people that had that reasoning, whatever, that's fine. But at the end of the day, this just, and it played out before we get into our next point here, this just so played out a little more aggressively because of the magnitude of it, but it ended up kind of just being like Bryce Harper 2.0. I mean, the giants had a gigantic offer out there for uh, Bryce Harper Um, you know he ends up going to the Phillies for I think a little bit more money but it wasn't much maybe another year I think was added on if I remember correctly and then look it's the same exact the Yankees matched the Giants offer and Judge says okay well I'm staying there then Um, you know like what which leads me into my next question my next point like what more could the Giants have done I mean is this something where they could have before the meeting started said, "Hey"? We're going to offer 10 years, 400 million. There's your 40 year. And we'll give you that extra year as a kicker, um, even though actually year nine seemed more like a kicker. And I, I think it kind of started off at year eight. That was kind of like the base and then the Giants. And then eventually the Yankees got into that ninth year. What more could the Giants have done to lure him in? Was it maybe offer this a week ago? I think maybe if
1: they'd offered it a week ago, because um, uh, as far as we've known, you know, he's He's been around, you know, California in the, in the Bay Area now for a Couple
0: while. Months. I know. I, yeah,
1: I know. I, I know he was he was down in uh, Tampa Bay for for the Bucks Saints game the other night. But outside of that, I mean, we've we've had sources tell us that, yeah, he's in the city. He's doing this. So he's he's been around. So, yeah, maybe, you know, offer the you know, a bigger, a bigger deal or maybe that this exact same deal a week ago and not let it get to the winter meetings where everybody is in such close proximity where they can do what he did last night. Get there, sit down with the Yankees and say, okay, well, this is what I want. Here's what the Giants are offering. If you don't give me this, I'm going there. And then, of course, with Heyman's tweet kind of, you know, getting the ball, ball on things, yeah. getting the ball rolling on that, going, oh, fuck, he might actually leave. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe an earlier offer or, quite frankly, you know, get a more consistent product on on the field you know the giants have had one good year in the last like five years granted it was 107 wins which is fantastic but you know i think he understands like it because i'm sure i mean despite the money and all that it's all you know he wants to win a world series and the yankees are closer than the giants we know that especially with him so yeah i i i not a whole lot more. I think they could have done because I think at the end of the day he didn't want to be a giant. I think, that, like again, I, I think his team did such a good job. I mean, that was convincing as shit, over the top maneuvering and tactics. You know, they did a great job, but I think the Giants did pretty much pretty much everything they could except for maybe offering earlier.
0: Well, and before I get to my and you kind of just touched on it about what the Giants currently have, but. Was this maybe just something that like never was happening because we saw a report come out earlier today that, and I forgot who it was. I want to give him credit, but again, I'm not, I'm not even sure this is true, but it made its way around Twitter that even when he got to the hotel in San Francisco, a couple weeks ago, film like, Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm here for Thanksgiving. Wink, wink. And was this like, was the decision already made several weeks ago in this, this whole, Because that tweet said, you know, that was staged. This was all just a ploy to get the Yankees to up a year, up more money. Um, That I actually do kind of want to hear more about. Like, who goes out of their way that much to stage something in San Francisco right when you get off a plane, you're in the airport or the bar station. I doubt he's in the bar station, but whatever. Because that's where it looked like he was. But, like, would someone really go that far out of the way to make this that much more? And, and, and to me too like I don't know I don't know if that changes the way I feel about Aaron Judge like I don't know Aaron Judge but he seems like a good genuine dude like you know loves the game of ball he's a superstar but he's you know m- mostly a humble guy from what we see what we hear like I don't know that kind of goes against what his portrayal is to me of him so I, I don't know but uh what do you have any quick thoughts on that
1: I, I don't know I think uh it, it kind of comes back to he just he he knew what he wanted he had a number in his head and he was willing to do whatever it took to go get it. So like you, you and I like we we live pretty close to Lyndon and San Francisco like we're we're close. when I heard okay, he's in San Francisco for Thanksgiving. No, he wasn't. Well, he, he'd be, in, he'd be in Linden. You, you don't you wouldn't fly into San Francisco more than likely. You'd be flying into Sa- Sacramento if you were going to Linden to be with your family for things. Yeah. So when when I heard that, I knew I I knew something was wrong there. So silly me, I thought, oh, he's he's meeting with the Giants. Okay, cool, cool. Hmm. I knew that. I, so that's what kind of got me going a little bit. I'm like, oh, but that was in the beginning, and it was the kind of the events that went after that to, made, that made me believe. The Giants were, or that he was maybe serious about, you know, signing with the Giants because he was like again, he was out here a long time, but no, yeah, I mean, it's one of the most drawn-out ploys I think in free agent history, and again, like it, he 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 convinced me. Him and his team convinced me, and I was never on board until a couple days ago.
0: How much of an impact do you think the Giants' current roster has? on not only just aaron judge not coming but other free agents like we've seen through the years um and, and obviously like bigger sample size i think that, like in the last 15 years we've seen like tommy la aaron rowan and maybe that's it get a three-year deal like for everyday players from the giants denard span denard span yes and, and it's like yeah does the giants current roster was that a big impact with hey like that's not enough for me to come here even if you know you guys are saying you're going to add more after you add me um and tie in also did the giants make a mistake not being aggressive with other guys while doing this judge process as well because it feels like i don't know we're not like in the office we don't hear what's going on in the war room you know with with the front office who knows if if, I'm sure the Giants, of course, were talking to other agents, other players, but it feels like from a public perspective that it was like judge or nothing and hey, we're going to get judge and then we'll do things. Well, now that you don't have judge, what? I mean, so uh, back to my original point, the how roster. big of an impact did you think the roster had on, on judge saying not I'm staying in New York?
1: I honestly don't think it had that big of an impact on him because I think he never had any intention of leaving. So I yeah I I
0: mean,
1: you. You, you. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the Giants did what 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 they could when they thought he was interested. Yeah, we you know, we want to do this, and we we've heard reports now the last day and a half about well before Judge signed with uh, the Yankees that oh, not only Aaron Judge, they're looking to add Carlos Correa too, putting them together. Old Carlos Bayerga put that out on on his Instagram, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and he and he was the one who who nailed Justin Verlander, so that seemed pretty pretty credible. And and I was and I was thinking, well, that makes sense because it, you know why would Judge sign here if it was just going to be him, you know? And then you know Mitch Hanninger goes down last night, and but, I mean that's not that's not you know that's not a needle mover like that. But when when I started was hearing credible sources kind, kind, kind of kind of saying, oh, it's going to be Judge and Crane, they're going to sign together. I was thinking, okay, well, you know that would be enough, I think, to get Judge to San Francisco, but just Judge and then. You know, I don't, you don't mean to to pile on the guys, but uh, Jock Peterson, Wilmer Flores, Mitch haniger like that's not, that's not going to get the guy to San Francisco. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you love the giants as a kid or Rich Aurelia or Barry Bonds, like go, go be, go be Yankee and go, go be a legend.
0: I I, do it too. Yep. Yep. I agree. Well, I mean, still tying in judge, but kind of moving on to the rest of this off season, what, Happens next. I mean, obviously, we're still seeing that the Giants are uh, talking to Carlos Correa and his agent there, you know, who is Scott Boris, of course, but um, they're involved in talks. And and we said even during episode 85 of the Aaron Judge Dilemma episode that the Giants will be all in and talking with not only Judge, but everybody that's a big name. Well, you know, uh, Trey Turner's gone, Aaron Judge is gone, Jacob DeGrom is gone. Um, there are many big names that are already off the board there are still some left but it's starting to dwindle down day by day what happens next for the Giants do they you know try and bring back a a Carlos Rodon somehow whether it be five six seven years which I think you know how we feel about that five was already a question mark for us Um, but also like I think I, I think this goes without saying. If they're gonna really try and bring in Carlos Correa, this may take twelve or thirteen years. The dude's twenty eight. He's coming off uh, a good season with the Twins, and that one year he was there, um, he's been relatively healthy the last three seasons. He's twenty eight. Could be like a twelve year deal, that maybe thirteen that takes Carlos Correa to get to San Francisco.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take every bit of that. I I think, especially now you got Aaron Judge off the board. And yeah, if you want Cos Korea, if you want to convince him to come in here and be, you know, your next superstar to be your, you know, your next Buster Posey, Barry Bonds, whatever t- type of figure, whoever you, you want to compare him to. Yeah. It's, and, and as of right now, you have pretty much, you know, nobody else of, of consequence, you know, that's going to be flanking him in that lineup. Yeah. It's going to take, you know, 12 years or around three, four, 330 340 i mean it's going to take something something like that something well into his 40s and you know i i never really thought the giants would go that route with any player because you know years are so you know they've always been more of a let's 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 pay more you know in a in a shorter window so but after losing out on judge and seeing the reaction it's got i mean i'm not saying they're getting carlos correa but i think I think they're going to offer him a pretty significant ch- chunk of change. and But I have zero optimism that they're going to sign him. I think the yeah,
0: uh, same thing we were talking about judge, like what's there that's enticing here?
1: No, I mean, yeah, you, you I mean the, the giants, I, okay. Uh, you know, they're, you know, they play in a, in a nice ballpark with some pretty good fans. I mean, they have recent history of winning and stuff. And yeah, I mean, you can come be the face of the franchise, but you know, a lot of a lot of players. I feel like if if the if the offer is remotely close, you know, I think if if I'm Correa, I'd rather go to a team that's got a few more pieces around me, where it's not going to be all on me. And if if I if I underperform, all the fans are going to come at me. So, yeah, the Giants. <laughs> that's why it just it's, it doesn't seem likely at all for them to get that deal done, unless unless they they have a. A scenario where they want they could bring in like Correa and Dansby Swanson at the same time or something like that, or uh, something like that, to where they can package a couple players together and sign them simultaneously. But you know, who sees that happening?
0: Well, and, you, and nobody, you're looking at a hot market. I mean, guys are getting paid this yeah. offseason. You mm-hmm. saw what Judge is going to get. Um, even like Wilson Contreras is getting five years, like 87, 7.5 from the Cardinals. Um, Joseph Lander's is obviously getting 86, 87 for two years. Like guys are getting paid and the giants have gained the reputation over the years of, Hey, we'll bring in, you know, like a reclamation project when it comes to arms, pitching, whatever. Um, and maybe some role guys that happen to play in the, in the field, And sometimes that's been working out. I mean, it's worked out, especially in the starting uh, rotation over the last few years, especially with, uh, you know, like Alex Cobb had a pretty good year this last year. Obviously, Carlos Rodon, and now he's going to go out and get paid. Uh, Kevin Gosman a couple years ago, Tyler Anderson. So on the pitching side, like there still could be some guys out there that the Giants maybe want to bring in for a year or two, and and it could work out. But when we talk about bats, the Giants are absolutely going to, have to overpay and give more years than maybe anybody else to get them to come here, especially with the current state of the roster and where it's at. And it, it yeah, I mean, if they're going to bring in a star like Correa, it's probably going to take 12 to 13 years and it's probably going to take, I would assume maybe 330, 340 million plus. I really mm-hmm. do think that
1: what, what they have to do is they have to do exactly what the Texas Rangers did with Jacob Degrom. You have, you gotta break that seal. Like you gotta overpay. You have you have to show other for other free agents in the coming years, yes, you can do this here. You know, but you have to get players like that in the door to do yeah. that for to do that for you. Yeah, the Giants have no problem doing that w- w- with pitching. Because any, you know, any, any full, you know, I mean you just named them, you know, Cobb, Jacob Junis. you know, guy, guys can come in and pitch there. That's not a problem. You know, they can they can get that. But with bats, you gotta you got to start somewhere like you got to break, break that seal. And yeah, I just, I just talked about DeGrom and the Rangers you No, know, Credit to the Rangers for, for, for doing that. Yeah. You know, you know, cause you got to, if, if Jacob DeGrom goes in and kicks ass there in a, you know, in a, in, in a band box. Yeah. I mean, other, other top ending guys are going to think, Oh, okay. Well, if he can do it, I can do it too. You know, I mean that, that, that's how you get things moving. You know, that's how you buck trends. Like you got to overpay and start somewhere. And the giants for whatever reason I'm not saying that I've been trying because I think they did try for judge. I just think they got played hard <laughs> and they're just going to have to try again here with calls Correa and hopefully they can, they can get it, get it done. But until they do, man, the, like the, the optimism just isn't, it's just not there for me.
0: Now let's, let's move on to something that has happened. And last night, the giants were able to go out and get Mitch Hanager, Um, you know, been an outfielder for the Mariners um he's 31 years old he'll be 32 in a couple weeks um has obviously faced some injuries through his time but uh, a guy in Hanager which not really great in the field but man when he's healthy he's a really good bat and uh, something the Giants need and they they're showing it by giving him um three years I think it was like 43 and a half million dollars that third year is an option so two years for sure uh in San Francisco um his last full year, 2021, 157 games, 39 home runs, 100 RBIs, um, 122 OPS+. Plus. He had a fantastic year last year uh, in Seattle, which is not really known as a hitter's ballpark. That's kind of more of a pitcher's defensive uh, park up there in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, was banged up this year in 2022, 57 games, still hit 11 home runs, 34 RBIs. So... The power is very much there. Like Haneger can hit the ball out of the yard. Um, obviously giving him nearly 15 a year shows us that this is probably gonna be a guy that's gonna get playing time most of the days. And his splits prove that. I mean, I had I had him up yesterday, uh, not in front of me right now, but his oh, here we go. His career splits um against right handed pitching. Uh, you know, he's a two fifty-five hitter. 80 of his career home runs there. And then against lefties, significant amount less of plate appearances, but 277, 32 home runs. So he can hit against both sides of pitching. So I, I like the overall addition of Mitch Hanniger. Now, obviously, if he's going to be the big name that the Giants bring in this whole offseason, that's it. Then ah. alongside with qualifying offer from Jock Peterson – then yeah, it was probably a big letdown. But if you know Mitch Hanniger's maybe like the third biggest free agent you bring in this offseason, maybe fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm all
1: for it. Sure, sure. That's um, on Mitch
0: Hanniger from Mountain View. Yeah,
1: from yeah, another local guy, you know, just like Jock and oh man, what could have been with uh, our our, Lind- our Linden boy? But anyways, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really it's interesting, you know, how his contract's laid out. Yeah, he got he got six a six million dollar signing bonus, he's getting paid five million next year. 17 million in 2024, then he has, he has the opt out. But I don't know, he, he's he's slotted to make 15.5 million in 2025. I don't, I mean, we'll, we'll see how he does in next couple years. But man, I mean, the, the Mitch Hanniger I'm looking at right now, I don't think he's opting out of that contract. He, he's got 15 million waiting for him at the end of that contract.
0: Yeah, but, when he's what 34, 35?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, come on, dude. If he stays healthy and performs, you know, maybe, but if not, but. No, I've Mitch Hanniger, like said, you know, kind of the same reason I liked Josh Bell in our Jack Shatter Most Wanted, you know, very, very split proof, you know, you know, he hit, you know, hit, hits, you know, both arms pretty well. Injury history, yeah, it sucks. And I know he missed 50, like 57 games last year with his high, high ankle sprain, I, I believe. And then a couple years ago, he had that ruptured testicle, which yeah, well, I mean, I mean, come on, I, you know, I don't wish I'm on, on my worst enemies. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it just bow through it, and it was. Yeah, you really don't want this to end up being your, the guy that you roll out on uh, at FanFest saying, Oh, look who we got. Uh, Mitch Hanniger is here, and uh, <laughs> buy, buy your tickets now. Let's go. Yeah, that's not going to work. So, hopefully, you know, there's, a, there's another bat or two waiting in the wings because. When when this happened last night, you know, the there was strong, strong speculation still that they were going to pair him with Judge and that the Giants' plan all along going into free agency was to land two outfielders. So it was like, okay, well, there's one. Then even Susan Slesser, I'm not trying to pile on her, but she did that. The, okay, well, there's one. And the next dot, dot, dot soon. Ugh, you, you know, so. Excited by Hanniger. Always been a always been a fan when he's healthy. But yeah, I, I think we're all going to need a, a little more than that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I asked this on Twitter today, and I'll, I'll we'll wrap here. But obviously, the miss out on Judge. But if the Giants were able to somehow get Correa in here, bring in Brandon Nimmo to go with you know Jock Peterson, Hanniger, and Yaz, you know, in that mix in the outfield. And then they somehow, some way bring in like, uh, like they bring back Rodon or uh, bring in a Chris Bassett, you know, pretty solid arm. Is this an, a successful offseason?
1: If okay, if <laughs> if they were to do that, if they, if they were to get Brendan Nemo
0: and Taylor Rodgers, I'm sorry, I had Taylor Rodgers in there as well, too. Okay, so you wait. add in that back end bullpen wait, piece wait, to compliment DeVall. Sorry,
1: wait, wait, so. Sorry. So we got Hanager, and then the Giants bring in Nimo, Rodon, and Taylor Rogers. It, w- w- would that be a successful off season? To me, yes. No. No. Really? They need. A, they need. They need one of these shortstops badly.
0: Well, I said Correa. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Listen. That, let me, let okay, me. Okay. Okay. It okay. was all over okay. the place. Listen. Listen. Correa, Nimo, Rodon, or Bassett. And Taylor Rodgers.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Right? I think that'd be be a a damn good offseason.
1: There's no chance of hell that happens, but yeah, that that would be great. Probably
0: not. They could afford it, though.
1: They could afford it. I I would say I would be okay if they were to get Correa, Rodon, and Taylor Rodgers. I'd take those three. That would be okay.
0: Rodon for six years? No. Not thrilled. Not thrilled, but it may be what it takes.
1: Five and you pay him more money
0: i i I would pay him more per year to to cement it at five because i and i'm i think you agree with me we're in regards to carlos rodon we're not really thrilled with five years anyways because the guy just got through his first full season uh in his career and so yeah i mean that would be six or seven years which is sounding like he may be asking for that i don't know
1: You you, got to look at it, though. If I I was a Rangers fan, I would be thrilled with five years of DeGrom. But I'm so happy we got DeGrom. I don't care.
0: But that's the (laughs) difference between Jacob DeGrom. And we've had this debate a few years, a few few weeks ago on Twitter. The difference between Jacob DeGrom and Carlos Rodon is Jacob DeGrom, when he's healthy, is arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Rodon has had one full, complete, all-star, great-level season when... When DeGrom is coming off an injury and he's still not, you know, you even 100%, you know you're still going to get damn good elite stuff from him. So over the next five years, if Jacob DeGrom is only healthy for three and a half of those, it's worth it. Yeah, if yeah. you have a three and a half out of five years healthy worth of Rodon, you don't know because Rodon has had bad seasons. Jacob DeGrom has never had a bad season. No. Yeah. So.
1: No, no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you – you don't love the years, but you can live with the years when yes. you're when you're getting that type of type of production. And honestly, yes. if, if, if somebody out there gives Rodon with his injury history six or seven years when DeGrom Ooh. himself when de himself only got five, that would be some crazy shit. And I would I be happy if he comes back to be the, to, to and, and still a giant. Absolutely. I'll I'll be happy, but man, like that is some that's dicey. That is Russian roulette right there.
0: <laughs> for sure hey uh it was, it was good to be back on um we're pushing through these episodes uh, i'm sure we'll be back on again this next week or if something huge happens yeah. we'll be back on in the next couple of days of course um if you want to listen to our full episode if you're new first of all welcome but yeah if you want to listen to our full episode of where we really dive into why aaron judge wasn't coming and i know in a day or so like this is still going to sting but we're going to want to move on from it so make sure you do it quick Go back, believe.com, or wherever you get your podcast, episode 85, the Aaron Judge Dilemma, where Rob and I got it right. So, uh, not proud you know, of it. Not proud of it, but uh, of it. hey, you're either right or you're happy. So, we're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, uh, so uh, thanks for joining us. And of course, until next time, for Say Hey Doug and Say Hey Rob, I feel like the Giants just got swept. Go Giants. <laughs> Go Giants. Sign somebody.
1: Say hey, say who, say willy, say hey, say who, swinging at the plate, say hey, say who, say willy. that giant kid is great, say hey.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.